Welcome back to the Supercoach Champions Podcast. You're here with Catfish as always. It's the round 21 late mail edition. Still without late mail, but you probably didn't <laughs> expect that by now. So yeah, look, it is what it is. Waco is too busy for us. You know where to get the usual sources. You've got Timmy Williams with the Daily Telly slash SC Playbook Mail. Stalzy with the NRLSC Talk uh, late mail. Obviously Fox Sport and NRL.com, all of those sources. Check it out. There's a fair few things in here like uh, apparent debut for Isaac Thompson, who might replace Tane Milne for the Rabbitohs. You've got the potential for young Tonomo Pia uh, coming in for Grant Anderson for the Storm and you know various other things like that. So definitely go read up on it. It's important. It'll make a huge difference because it is crunch time. Head-to-head finals, week one. So you know if you're top four, win this week, get a week off, save trades, all that type of stuff. Obviously, it's sudden death, do or die if you're fifth to eighth in your head-to-head leagues. And you know, for those up the top at the pointy end, really, it's crunch time. There's only so many weeks left, so get into it. But yeah, that's enough rambling. Straight to your Twitter and also the Champs Discord questions. Here we go. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. All right, going to start off with a simple one here from the NRSC sponge at Ben with no number. Why doesn't Supercoach give you enough trades? Look, it's a question that we will wrestle with forever. I think the only year that they gave us enough trades was 2020 and I actually didn't like it as much. It's it's kind of wild because I was here with two trades left and I really need them. But at the same time, it's I just think it wouldn't be as fun if we had too many trades. It sounds weird because we love to trade, but... It's because we know they're finite and they're valuable and they run out. That kind of makes them more fun. So, yeah, we do have enough trades. That's that's the reality. Uh, sensible people use it more wisely than us tradeaholics. So, yeah, that's on you, Ben. Next question comes in from at the underscore Scarfy. I'm not going to try to pronounce the uh, first part of your handle. I just want to... I don't want to be rude, basically, and get it wrong. So <laughs> you've got a simple question. What do we do with Clemmer? So, obviously, if you hadn't heard... He's not playing this week. Apparently, it's uh, he's been issued a show cause notice from the Knights, allegedly because he didn't re- re- listen to instructions on the field and was also quite abusive. Then there's all this chat about what's happening with the playing group. They want him in. Apparently, yeah, it's a mess. Uh, look, long story short, I think you got to trade him out. Just I know it's gonna it's gonna suck because he's not injured. He should potentially play next week if it all gets sorted. I just think, yeah, unfortunately, the uncertainty, number of weeks left. Uh, I mean, if you can turn Clemmer into Tapane, then great, do it. I'd do that. If it's like, I wouldn't trade him to Lolo or, or someone like that, maybe to a Haas type. But yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, if you can get Clemmer to a clear upgrade, for me, that's really just Tapane. I mean, Isaiah Papali'i, if you don't have him. I kind of feel Haas would, would be an upgrade too. Like with Carrigan gone, someone's going to need to step up and you'd, you'd expect Haas to do it even though he wasn't very good last week. I get that. But yeah, that's probably where I would look at that one there. Next question comes in from Nathan Cox at Nath Cox. How do you rate Tino and Cook for the rest of the year compared to Teddy and Drinky? Look, it's it's interesting the two names you've mentioned here. Like Tino has been low-key going quite well. I just still don't think he's at that same level as a you know IPAP, Tarpane, even Payne Hask for the price. 
So for me, I, I think he's expendable. Cook is an interesting one. Like I still think, even though Cook has been arguably scoring better than Grant lately, I just think the the ceiling there for Grant is. I mean, we saw what he did over the opening round. So I think that could happen with, especially like with no Pappenhausen for the rest of the season. I just think that he will stand up and, and the Storm are good enough that they'll get it right eventually, like sooner rather than later. That's how I genuinely feel. And it's a little bit hard to compare because obviously the different positions, but for me, like Teddy across all positions, probably I can see him being top five on a points per game basis for the rest of the year. So to me, if you can turn either of these guys into Teddy, I'm all for that. Now with Drinky, that's a little bit tougher because, you know, I'm, I've been a bit more, you know, reserved, I suppose, with Drinky, especially with the whole Hammer situation. But with felt out due to injury, Hammer's going to be on a wing or whatever, like all, all systems go for Drinky. So I think if you're going to, you know, I see it as an upgrade, basically. Tina and Cook turning them into Teddy and Drinky, that's an absolute win. So I'm all for that. Next question comes from Chris at Seatogs. David Feeder or Kikau for Tarpane? This one's really tough. Uh, I do think, as frustrating as Fafida is, I think you've got to stick with him. There's less question marks over him because, I mean, the question marks have been there nonstop. Whereas for Kikau, I think with the Panthers, the way they are going, whilst I, you know, I think he should be better, I think he's going to be used better, be relied upon more. Therefore, I'd, you know, he could go better. I just think there's also a, a much greater chance that he fades and because, you know, teams mark up on him. They don't need to worry as much about, you know, the halves going out back or whatever. So there's a there's probably a greater chance that Kikau ends up being more marked up on and therefore doesn't get the attacking stats. So, yeah, it's a really tough one. I think I would have to lean with sticking with Fafita as much as he's been super frustrating. You just know like he could easily just explode any time. It could even be this week. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he suddenly goes 80-plus for, for no reason at all. Uh, next question comes from Hoofhearted at Sire underscore Dad. What's the code for extra trades? Look, if you find this out, can you let me know? Because I need one too. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next question from comes from Arnwin at A underscore Town. Tango and May for Murray and Duehi or Tass and May for Nana and Duehi? Wow, that's really interesting. I actually like getting rid of Tass as well as May. Uh, so yeah, I interesting that somehow Nana is more expensive than Murray and yet Tass is cheaper than Tango. So unless you've got the flipped around, if that's the case, then I actually think maybe Tass and May for Murray and Duehi, if that's the way actually it's meant to be, that would be better than going getting rid of Tango. I think Tango is really you can honestly hold him. So having said that, I love the idea of Nana and Duehi. So yeah, I mean. If it is Tassime for Nana and Duehi, full full steam ahead. I'd love those trades if that was the case. Our next question comes from Xander Smith at Xander137. Thoughts on downgrading Cleary to Falls? This allows Anderson to Duehi. would be assuming Falls comes in at some point. Now, the late mail actually says there's a chance that Kurt Falls, if he gets over this shin complaint he has, he might actually come in straight away and goal kick. So I would have said no. Um, but if he's that close, then I'm... I don't hate it, honestly, because I would love the Ando to Duehi trade. If Falls comes in, he could probably be playable because he's got the goal kicking, and if the Panthers are good, he'll be all right. So, yeah, I feel like the, that's a really tough one. I mean, probably I'm being a pr- bit presumptuous. Falls is a better goal kicker than Crichton, but I don't know if, if he comes in, if Ivan Cleary would get 
falls to kick over, you know, uh, an experienced first grader like Triton. So, look, it's not without risk. There is a chance if Falls doesn't play, if Jamin Salmon plays in the halves and he actually has a really good game, then what if Cleary just sticks with, as in Ivan Cleary, just sticks with um, SOS and, and Salmon in the halves? If that's the case, then Falls will be on the outside and, yeah, it, it just, I mean, you, you've knocked out, but it means you've got no backup for halfback, which is not ideal. Um, so look, I understand it. I get it. I probably wouldn't if I could avoid it. But if that's your only path to getting Anderson to Dwayne, then you know, pull the trick in knowing the risks. All right, from SC Robert, Mister Horse NZ, cheers, Wolf. Who would you play out of Cacao, Angus, or Fafita? Also playing Tass over May, and Appy isn't silly, is it? I would say Tass over Appy is a little bit silly. I think Appy's going to be fine. In fact, like I said, I think he might be relied upon more. So. I, I could see him getting more amongst the attacking stats, potentially. So I probably wouldn't do Tass over Appy. Tass over May, I, I can get it. I'd I, I get around that, honestly, depending on the the matchup here. Now, Kikau, Angus, or Fafita. I actually really like Angus's matchup this week. Uh, Jordan Ricky is not a good defender, and I say that as a Broncos fan who watches him every week. So I would not be surprised if Angus... I mean, we saw what Tui Lange just did to Ricky on the weekend, so that could easily happen. Angus is you know, playing in a much better team than the Tigers, even if they're not playing as consistently. So, yeah, I, I like Angus surprisingly. Um, I think for Fido, you know, if he gets to play on the right edge, as in the correct edge, uh, I think he could go very well against the Storm, despite the fact that the Storm are, you know, traditionally good at defence. But, yeah, there's just question marks. I feel like there's less question marks over Angus of all of all those three. So, yeah, look, I'm very aware this could bite me, but I actually think Angus of those three. So, yeah, take that for what you will. This question comes in from Nick Kuhn at Coco for two. Play Penrith backline, as in May or Tungo or Mulatalo, has been poor lately and worried about Paul not getting out to him enough. Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I'd be very comfortable playing Ronnie over May at the moment. I just think the matchup's good. The Dragons haven't leaked a huge amount to the center wing. It's been up and down, but there's been some big scores for left wingers this year, and I, I still think the matchup is is good for the dra- uh, for the Sharks against the Dragons playing at home, where the Sharks generally play better. I'm leaning that way. I feel like there's less question marks over Ronnie as opposed to obviously the Panthers back line. Having said that, I, I mean Tango went pretty well last week. He he he, he got very involved after the halves went down and yeah I could I wouldn't be surprised if he still has high involvement this week I just think you can't bank on it necessarily whereas I mean I think we know what Ronnie is he's not the greatest work rate wise but he's a really good winger playing for a team that can tackle a lot and, and has a great matchup so I'm happy at rolling out Ronnie and even Talakai this week if that's a option for you all right from sc underscore pipe one May or Ming for Taupane worth it? Leaves me two trades for the rest of the season. Look, I probably, it probably is worth it. I I have two trades. I don't want to use them. And for me, I'm holding it. But if this is, you know, one of your three last trades, again, it depends on your depth. If you, you know, got depth in every single, you know, single position, like if you've got two halfbacks, two five-eights, two fullbacks, two hookers, then I can probably get around this a bit more. But, I mean, it's hard to argue with the upgrade. I wonder, though, you know, if Tarpane, like, is he going to go huge this week against the Panthers? Maybe not. Maybe he does, like, because he's playing that well. But I kind of feel that that might not be a bad one to wait a week 
that's just, yeah, that's where I'm kind of at at the moment. Next question is from Pete McDermott at Seagull Pete. I have four treads left. Dwayhe in for Cleary. Do I go Brandon Smith or Tass to Trell, leaving me little in the bank but have good depth? Or just wait and get a DC or Garrick for a current enough? No, look, I, I don't mind. Like, I don't think Brandon Smith is that great, fantastic for Supercoach right now. And Tass, like, I, I mean, he's been going well, but overall, like, I, I just think there's a few question marks for that. If Milne's fit, for example, you know, JD's obviously trying different stuff. He's debuting a, a rookie this week. So I don't know where Tass's job security lies. And Campbell Graham, I don't know how far away he is, for example. So I kind of, yeah, I can get around either Cheese or Tass to trail. And yeah, you still got three trades. So you got good depth. Maybe you don't need that much cash. I think you'll be right. Uh, I'll do that because I think Latrell is, you know, a premium option. Whereas I've got some question marks over the sequels. I just can't shake it. I feel a bit uneasy about the whole situation with what they've got going on there. So, yeah. All right, from uh, Jeff Brown at GB21, who would you bench out of Angus Crichton, Dev Vida, Torhu, Harris, Payne Haas, and Lolo? One of them won't fit in the team this week. Uh, look, so for me, I would lock in Torhu and, and Haas. I think both of them will be leaned upon this week with injuries and, and suspensions to other key players in that pack, their respective packs, I mean. Um, like I said, I like Angus. Lolo, I think, might be the guy I would bench just due to minutes. I mean, he first game back for Cotter. Cotter didn't play that much, and Lolo's minutes dropped to 54. His base in recent weeks has not been great at all. He is like, you know, mid-40s in base, base attack. Been saved the last few weeks, even though he scored well, but a lot of it's from attacking stats. And, you know, he, as much as Lolo's improved his ball playing, I just don't count on it, basically. So... The matchup is decent. It's not fantastic uh, for the middle forwards. So, yeah, I think of those options, I might actually lean towards benching Lolo. I just, I've got a feeling about Angus Crichton and David Feeder this week for me. And I'm hoping that's not just because I'm playing both of them myself. But, yeah, I've just got a gut feeling that both of them step up a little, um, bounce back from poor weeks for both of them. All right, from uh, JD at Sad Bronco, Tungo or May a better play this week? Cheers, Wolf. I would probably play Tongo. Just um, I think May, like I said, his his work rate's dropped a little. He's on the end of the back line, so he needs to score tries. Whereas Tongo, you know, he's getting plenty of attacking stats himself, and he's you know doing a lot himself too. He's creating as well, so I kind of like that that for him. And you know, he smashed sixty one, I think, last week in base and base attack. So that involvement just skyrocketed uh, with the Cleary injury. Maybe because obviously they were playing with twelve. Yeah, I kind of like that. All right, from at uh, SC Merseyside Red, if you didn't have Munster but had Drinky and Cody, would you trade out Cody this week or wait a week in the hope the gap between Cody and Munster scoring-wise isn't too big considering they both have good matchups? Ideally, I'd keep my trades for next week in case of further carnage. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think, look, I've been very vocal about how much I like Munster and if he's gawking this week, I just think that's going to be like he's already got such a great floor, but Munster could score sixty without any attacking stats this week. Honestly, like that could be the case. So I kind of feel like Cody, if he needs for, for Cody to hit sixty, he's probably hitting two attacking stats already. So he's already starting from fair way behind. So look, I'm trying not to be biased about this because I just like Munster so much more for Supercoach generally compared to Cody. I think for me, like if it was my team, I would probably want Munster this week over Cody. But I also understand the want to just hold trades. And like 
in terms of the range of outcomes, if Cody outscores Monster this week, I wouldn't be absolutely shocked. I, I don't expect it, but it's definitely an outcome. So you probably need to back your gut who you think will score better this week. Uh, I would probably just pull the trade if you need to, just in case you can't afford it later or whatever. But yeah, for me, I think Monster is going to outscore Cody, but that's just where I'm at at the moment. All right, from Peter Ryan at Peter Ryan Numbers. Hi, Catfish. I'm sure my dilemmas will be common this week. Number one, Dwayhe or Drinky for Cleary using Mam or two, sell Billy Kicks or uh, Guacamole, so Olokuatu for Tarpane slash Nanai or three, oh, and three, Tarpane or Nanai. <laughs> uh, look, this is hard without knowing your team. So I'm, I'm, I'm always going to default to that for, for starters. For me, like if Dwayhe is a, significant upgrade for you at center wing i like him now i i again i like drinky but i feel once felt is back there's always that ever-present risk that hammer replaces drinky if he's having a bad game so to me to where he he's the question marks over him are more about the tigers right and i don't expect to where he to i mean he's averaging 85 or 86 or whatever in since he's moved 5 8 part of that is because jackson hastings has been there and he's really added a, an extra element to the Tigers' attack. They've looked so much better since Hastings moved to 13. Does that change with the way he back at 6 and, and no Hastings? Yes, it probably does. But I do think, you know, the way he averaged 85 last year, again, keeping in mind that was 2021 with PVL 2.0, uh, 6 again rules, whatever. So I don't think the he is going to necessarily do that. Uh, I just think... Now, if the way he averages 75 to 80 for the rest of the season, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Like, especially, you know, he could be banging out 120 this week, which will really help. I think Drinky could also score 100 and whatever, uh, like he did last week. But I just think the risk remains there. Once felt is back, that hammer is on the bench. And, you know, for all of that, if Drinky suddenly drops a 30 or 40, like he did last time he played and came off after 60 minutes, you know, it's going to undo a lot of the options there. So to me, especially if Dwayne he's at center wing, I'd lean that way. Um, I don't know if selling Kakao or Olakuatu for Tarpane and Nana is worth it. It, it, it. it is an upgrade, but it's slightly sideways. I, I don't know if it's worth the extra trade. And lastly, Tarpane or Nanai. I love Nanai as a pod. He's just so good right now. He's been on 102 average since he got uh, his origin jersey. It's only been four games, but yeah, it's hard to argue with the numbers. Tarpane, obviously, super high ownership, so I kind of feel like Nana would be a great pod if he's picking between the two. All right, hope that helps. Uh, from Robert Williams at Robert underscore Haletti. Love the show, thanks. Uh, when is Mini returning? He's got three trades left, tossing up, bringing in Latrell and Crichton for Cleary and Mini. But if Mini's returning next week, is swapping out Cleary to Dwayhe and Death Riding Latrell better, so save a trade. Firstly, and again, uh, shout out to NRL Physio. This is taken from his uh, NRL casualty board, which I will again plug for him because it's it genuinely is. It's the best casualty ward you will find in all of NRL news, basically. So, yeah, uh, right now at this stage, Meany apparently has been cleared. Any major damage to the neck slash shoulder right now. He's actually sitting out this week due to concussion. So, again, concussion is unpredictable, but at this stage, provided no symptoms linger, he should be back around 22, which is next week. So for me, I would probably hang on to Meany for a week if it means saving a trade. So, you know, going Cleary to Dwayhe absolutely, I think, makes sense. And maybe you don't need Latrell. I do think, um, I'm, I'm not sure why you'd be going for Crichton. Like, you've got Angus, so I'm assuming you mean Stephen Crichton. I just, 
Like I can I get it because he's gonna goal kick, but I'm also concerned if he's not like he doesn't have any halves, he might not go as well as what he did earlier this year because he still needed, you know, attacking stats plus goal kicking to hit that eighty or, or seventy five scores that he was getting at the, at the start of a year. So that's kind of where I'm at on that one. So for me, it would just be Cleary to Dwayne save the trade and hold Meany for next week. Next question comes in from Sam C at Cray Wolf. Would you trade Cleary to Latrell this week or Cleary and Ming for Tarpane and Dwayne? Five trades left. And you've put your squad there, so thank you for that. Looking at your squad, I'm all about uh, the Tarpane and Duehi option. I think that's they're, they're both really good upgrades for you. Three trades for the last four rounds is still better than most people. So yeah, I'm all about that for your team. And from Adam Rickson at Rickson Adam, I have five trades in head-to-head focused. Opposition will bring in Lolo or Olakuatu. Would you recommend Cleary and David Fafita? For Mitchell and DCE, I could instead do Hughes, which allows me to bring in Grant and Duehi next week. So looking at your team, thanks for sending the screenshot. So look, it's interesting, you know, your opposition, I'm assuming, has Tino, Grant Anderson, uh, Dillbags, Cook, Luttrell, Tungo, and Nanai as pods, and also Grant. So yeah, this wow, there's a lot of pods here. You've got Angus, you've got Dev Fida, Olakuatu, Ken Murray, To'o, McInnes, Val Holmes, Lolo, and Drinkwater. So I'm assuming what you're saying is they're going to cancel out one of your, uh, either Lolo or your Alokuatu. Now you're needing to trade out Cleary and, you know, you've got Dave Fida there as a pod at the moment. Uh, without knowing who they would have to come in, uh, bring in if Grant Anderson drops out or whatever, I think I actually like the option where you get Hughes and Latrell Mitchell. Um, as you say, you can get it Grant and Dwayne next week, which they'll be both great pods. I think, yeah, I, I mean, I understand the idea of getting DC, but I'm not really in love with it. As for, you know, whether you're trading out David Fitter, look, that's a gut call for yourself. Won't hurt you this week. I don't know how it will impact you in following weeks. So that's just something to think about there. Like for head-to-head purposes, given Brian Tottall's ownership might actually be pretty low, is it an option that you actually go, hang on, uh, maybe I trade out Bizza instead and rather have Bizza as a pod if there are any other you know, future opponents for you that don't have him, then it's not a pod against you, right? And and I'd rather have, I'd rather be able to cancel out a David Fafida uh, with all the question marks around him rather than a Brian Toto who may not be, you know, his ceiling might not be as high because he's going to be outside Crichton again and again, no halves, things like that. Yeah, it's a tough one, but hopefully that helps. One final question and a bit of a funny one. So it's from at Reno Kuana. If the SE lurker, so Tim Moody and Tim Williams from SE Playbook had a cage match fist fight to decide the true goat of SC, who wins? And why is it the SE lurker? So yeah, funny chat from both Tim's. Um, Tim's responded by saying, I talk a big game, but Timmy would destroy me. And then Tim comes back with, you distract me with your stylish fashion sense, land one on my chin while in a daze and it'd be game over. Love the banter. And look, uh, no disrespect to Tim Moody, but honestly, no offense, Tim, but you still got to work on those muscles. You're going to have to bulk up a little bit to survive a cage <laughs> cage match. Look, having said that, you know, true goat of Supercoach. Look, there's a couple of other names I got to throw in the hat there. Not myself, definitely not me. Um, look, firstly, VK, 2014 champ and 2015 I think he got himself into the top 10 at one stage and ended up finishing around the top 20, top 30. So really, really good, uh, you know, defending champion season there. Uh, pro- probably the best so far. So Timmy Moody, very, obviously very possibly could 
do better than that this year. So we're watching that with great interest. Uh, but at this stage, VK. And look, in a cage match, uh, you guys have seen VK, right? Male model looks, uh, rigged to match. And yeah, I'd back him. I think he's like a firefighter now. So you know he's got the muscles there too. And, and you know, for Supercoach, look, we can't ignore at nearly the GOAT. Rob Bruns, it's a while ago now, 20, 20, 2008 and 2010 were his years. But, I mean, winning one and second in the other, that's pretty tough, even though, look, let's, let's face it, there were probably, you know, a quarter of the current number of teams playing back then. So, yeah, look, a win's a win. Can't take that away from him ever. But, you know, it's kind of like the 97 Premiership if all the good teams weren't there playing in the Super League instead. Does it count? I don't know, just, I'll say no more. I don't want to get uh, cancelled by Knights fans. Sorry, sorry, you guys are going through enough already. But yeah, look, uh, funny, funny question. Thanks for that. And look, for me, I actually may, may not trade this week. I know it's crazy. I've got Cleary sitting on the pine there, but rolling out a decent squad still. I've, I've got, you know, Max King, Tungo. I've got guys on, uh, Tell and May. I've got guys on the bench, basically, so... I really want to get Dwayne, but I don't think I can do it without you know trading out someone else that I really want to keep around. I've only got two trades left, like I said, so I might just sit tight for a week. Having said that, watch me, you know, very late in the in the in the piece suddenly trade uh, like a tail and main to Dwayne and and roll him into my seventeen. But you know, outside of that, I can't see myself doing much more. Vice captaincy is uh, and captaincy very interesting. Like you know, a lot of us have Teddy Latrell. Hines, Manu, Munster, Grant, they're all really good options this week. They have great matchups, so maybe check the weather. There's some question marks in a lot of the games outside of Sydney, apparently. Um, some weather, uh, wet weather for, you know, in Melbourne and even in Sunshine Coast where the Rabbitohs play. Some question marks even in GIO Stadium at, at Canberra. So uh, I think the safe play, if you don't want to have any concerns over weather, is just to stick with captaincy options in Sydney so you know for me if that's the way I want to roll with it maybe like a vice captaincy on Teddy and captain on Nico Hines or you know VC Manu and and maybe captain Latrell that's the other way I might roll with it so yeah that's kind of where I'm at now good luck to everyone and I'll catch you guys again soon